Hey friends, welcome to this quick play episode of the Retro Game Guys podcast. I'm Dustin alongside Mr. Zach hey, hey. and Mr. Alex. That's me. We are uh, coming together here for your listening pleasure and we're doing our quick play episode this time on NES Zapper Games. So we picked out uh, Duck Hunt and Hogan's Alley. Do that Zapper click thing that we were oh, doing yeah, while yeah, we were yeah. playing so, here. So here we go. Just uh, You got the, the Zapper here. Does that sound uh, nostalgic to yeah, anyone? Any, anybody <laughs> who had that back in the day, the 1985 Nintendo Zapper, it says it's right on the side. Stapler. It's a right? gun. It's, it's, like, it's gray, mostly gr- you know dark gray, light gray, with like a kind of reddish orange trigger uh, to it. And it's a real simple thing. And Still, though, to this, that looks like a very stylish gun. The hilt, uh, right. I mean, it, it looks... It, if it was painted gold, it, lo- it would look like a James Bond gun. It's iconic. Or, I, yeah. yeah, that totally. It's it, it's definitely something that familiar. It's comfortable in the hand. Yep. Um, it works really well. But I think uh, before we get into the games themselves, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about the technology behind the Zapper game because yeah. the Zapper gun because it's it's kind of neat. It's really interesting. And uh, if you uh, dig one of these out nowadays, you'll discover quickly that it only works with the old CRTs. <laughs> That's right. And there's a very specific reason why. It is married very heavily to the technology that displays on a CRT. So what people thought, some people back in the day even thought that these like shot things at the screen, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> like, you, a, you like, a, light like a laser. Like a laser or light. Yeah. But what, it, what the zapper gun actually is, is a light sensor. So it's picking up what's happening on the screen. And if you remember playing Duck Hunt, Hogan's Alley, Hogan's Alley, that's, a, that's an old TV show. Hogan's, what is the name it of it? It is Hogan's Alley. It is Hogan's oh, Alley. Oh, Hogan's Heroes. Heroes the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I slipped into the, yeah, sorry. Hogan's Alley or any of the other game, uh, game games back then. What you'll notice is what happens when you pull the trigger is the screen flashes. Yep. What's actually happening during that screen flash is the entire screen is turning black except for white squares where your targets are. And so this is a very it's a very simple thing for the the light sensor to pick up. Am I pointed at a a light area or a dark area? So it's not new, there's no nuance to it. If you look really quickly, if you're very focused on it as you as you pull the trigger, you'll see it. You can see those boxes. Um, but yeah, so it's it's a really interesting because what it does is it's only working because the CRT refreshes at a very specific rate, yeah, and very consistent rate. And and, if, it, and by the way, if you don't know what a CRT is, I mean it's really a big two T cathode right? ray like, two is what it stands <laughs> for. And so it's basically firing light photons at the screen and lighting phosphorus. Blah 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 blah. blah. Okay, nerd nerd. What thing. a wow. Yeah. But. <laughs> It, I was actually trying to make it more simple. No, this guy yeah. just went down. Yeah, this so guy, these, this guy it's a tube smart. TV, people. Yeah. Tube TV. These yeah. things weighed du- hundreds That's the sound like of a guy who would jump freaking pounds. By the way, I bought a 27-inch Trini- Sony Shut Trinitron up. TV, which is like one of the best for retro gaming, yeah. right? It weighs 100 pounds. Right, yeah. Like I had to carry this upstairs. You know, I mean, luckily I was extremely you know, you strong, the, right? You got so it was six a, months ago, <laughs> right? right? Didn't you yeah. get the it's, six months ago? It's been a little while, yeah. But yeah, I remember so, when you got it, you were like, oh, dude, I had to carry this thing up or a, whatever. And then the bottom, I think I may have talked about this on an early podcast, but the yeah. bottom isn't flat. Yeah. It's like there's ridges of plastic, so it's like cutting into your hands nice. when you're yeah, carrying it. And yeah. what, you, you have no option. You have no option. You can't drop this Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so so yeah, so the zapper, like I said, light sensor picking up pieces of uh, data from yeah. the from the screen, but again, it only works because of the specific refresh rate of the yeah. CRT and the uh, nowadays LCD kind of screens 
they just don't work like that. The technology isn't the same, so these are completely useless. It it doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. So a couple other things about the gun that I remember is first, like you could get the gun in like one of the Nintendo console sets. Oh yeah. Like when okay. I got my Nintendo, I got what was called the Control Deck. So it was really just the system, and I got Super Mario Brothers yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. But there were other sets. There were like the Challenge Set, the Action Set. I think the Action Set came with the gun. Okay. And like Super Mario Brothers Duck Hunt cartridge. Yeah. Um, and then there was like the deluxe set, which was like I the big that. expense. That's what, oh, yeah. fancy. That's the one that came with the Nintendo, the gun, and it came with Rob the Robot, yeah. which I think people nowadays, especially younger gamers, will probably only know him from like the Super Smash Brothers games because he's like a playable character. But it was like a really fancy contraption, like a robot that would play a game with you. Yeah. It did not work. <laughs> it was very 1980s at the time. It was very much like Rocky. What was it? Rocky 2 or Rocky 3 where he has okay, a the robot? robot? Yeah, I think it was 3. It was, yeah. it was that thing. And they really did wow. sell. Hey, listen. They really did sell that robot in those well, commercials, those Nintendo that, commercials. Remember that commercial, the, the robot that had, I don't know what it was called, but it had a dome top, I think. It was like... Tommy yeah. or Tommy or one of those oh, companies made it yeah. and it had a tray and it would like yeah. you, you yeah. know walk around your house like that yeah. was really big in the 80s right. also around that same time Johnny Five yeah <laughs> so so you'd get the gun in a couple different ways and it would come with with Duck Hunt also or mm-hmm. some, I guess yeah. the Super Mario Brothers and there was two types of guns too I remember okay. so there was a gray one that we used today when we were playing yeah and then because of like the laws and stuff like that in the United States, they had to... Um, they changed the color. Yeah, they changed it to orange yeah. to be a little bit more... And that was over, the one that yeah. came in the action set a little bit more. Uh, okay. This one this one came in the when they first started out. This, That's right. The, gray the, grays, the grays first. Um, one of the things I've realized too, like set, buying and selling games and accessories for, for many years, is that the games are worth about... I mean, the guns are worth about the same, whether it's gray or, or orange. They're really okay. not that big of a difference in right. value. But they're so iconic. They're really cool to have. Right. Right. Yeah. If you have a CRT. (laughs) (laughs) The reason to go get one. All right. uh, Let's talk a bit about each of the games. Let's start off with uh, Duck Hunt here. Mr. Zach, uh, tell us a little bit uh, about it, please. So it was a Nintendo launch title. Came out in 1985 here in the U.S., so you have a couple options here when you're playing Duck Hunt. And by the way, I should say, before I get too far, Dustin, you're wearing oh, a yeah. Duck Hunt t-shirt right well, now. Well, it's a Duck Hunt t-shirt, but it's actually for a, a local brewing company, you know, Drake's Brewing. I don't know if us, some anybody in our audience knows of it. They're from San Leandro. They have a beer called Denogonizer, which is uh, quite yummy and, and out there in the world. But uh, just up the road, and I walked in there one day just to grab a beer before an A's game, I think it was. And I was like... They have a shirt that says, instead of Duck Hunt, it says Drake's Brewing Company, but it's the same logo on the top. That's it's cool. completely awesome. What does it say on the back, Alex? I'm trying to remember. Analog brewed since 1989. There you go. There so you go. Very, had and, to pick it up. And uh, tomorrow, they're going to get a cease and desist from Nintendo now. So <laughs> right. I think you're going to just ruin that beer right. company. Right. So uh, the, the goal of Duck Hunt is to shoot ducks. And, Weird. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, and uh, you have an option of playing, trying to shoot one duck. Trying to shoot Duke. I thought the goal of it was to shoot the dog. You know what? A <laughs> lot of like dang it. people want to shoot that dog. I think that was the one thing that people wish they could do. You don't laugh at do. me, dog? No. You don't laugh at me? So you have a hunting dog. Yeah. So the first thing the hunting dog does is he like jumps behind a bunch of like grass. Yeah. Two, One or two ducks flies in the air. Yeah. Use your zapper to zap the ducks. Yeah. Once you zap the ducks, the ducks fall from the sky, hit the bottom, and then the dog pops up from the grass with one or two ducks in his hands, and he's very happy. Yeah. Now, what happens if you miss... He, he pops up and goes, ha, 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 yeah. or something And that's like when that. 99.9% of us pointed start the zapper at the TV dog. and start pulling the trigger, but yeah. nothing, unfortunately, yeah, happened. Right. It's also a third game you can play. It's Clay Pigeons, which yeah. like, nobody played that. It was no. very, very boring. But, it, but it's a funny... I mean, this 
is one of the most iconic NES games because when you think in terms of like what Nintendo was trying to do back then, like they wanted to appeal to a broad audience. Right. Right. Anyone picked the, anyone who picked up the gun and put in Duck Hunt would know exactly what to do. And it was like the Wii. Like anyone could play. Your grandma would play. Your dad would play. Yeah. Everybody could get something out of Duck Hunt. It's it, when Nintendo succeeded in unique control schemes it was when they were so mass appeal friendly right they nintendo has tried a bunch of different ways to control games over the years and the ones that succeeded like duck hunt as you say is i pick up this thing i pull the trigger i point it at the screen i pull the trigger and and i have success or failure it's super simple super easy when they get into weird robots carrying discs around or whatever the heck that thing did that that's where people are that's where they lose the plot a little bit nintendo and they focus better over the years that commercial did look cool, though, it, man. It looked cool. The, the robot's going to do cool. stuff and it's going to play games with me, mom, mom, oh my God. And then you get, you're like, right. this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but Zapper became popular. Yeah. There wasn't a ton of games for it, no. but other systems copied it. Like the Sega Master System had a Zapper. Yeah. The Genesis had a Zapper. The Super Nintendo had like a bazooka thing that I had that was like, what? <laughs> the, right. You know, yeah. Super Scope. Um, but this was this was iconic and and uh, again everyone loved it and it was kind. ubiquitous too. Like my across, I didn't you know we've talked about hashtag Genesis household, but my across the street neighbor had an NES, but they had this, and this was one of those games. Yep. They didn't have a lot of games. They probably had like four but games it, or something. But this is this is one of them. So yeah, Duck Hunt was just everywhere. Yeah. Right? Well, and at the time, I think this is when it came out. When this the Nintendo came out, it was the only game system with a zapper. Yeah, there, it doesn't exist before that. Well, they had a, the Master System had a zapper. It did. The gosh, did the Atari have a zapper? I'm not so sure. I think if they did. Not, but but I know the the Master. I don't know when the Master System zapper came out though. Yeah. Um, but uh, it seems like every system had one, and Nintendo definitely made it like a household thing. Yeah, like totally. you had to, if you had the zapper, it was like yeah. the yeah. coolest thing. And uh, my favorite thing about the zapper was the cheating. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were supposed to stay. I mean, they gave you a really long cord. This is like a ten foot cord. Yeah, I know. And but no, most of the time, what would you do? You put like, it right up right against up the, the TV. TV. Yeah, <laughs> right up against. Like, listen, yeah, we're playing like, duck. We're dragging duck it across the glass. I'm in round fifteen, round seventeen. I'm putting it right up against the TV. <laughs> I'm never missing. That dog is not going to laugh at me. Yeah, right? Exactly. No way. Uh, I'm getting this duck. It's really a control scheme that only works. It <laughs> works good uh, at good distances, I'm but looking, up front. Look at the manual here, and it says uh, target range approximately six feet. Yeah, look, right. Six <laughs> inches. Six inches. Well, and I think we discovered as we did our uh, playthrough Duck, Duck Hunt and the other game is like because well, we don't have a ton of room in this in our recording studio here. You know, we even without trying to cheat, weren't that far from the screen, and these games become kind of basically laughably easy yeah. at that point. Some are pretty dang easy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The one of the things I love about Duck Hunt is and not many people know this is that you can control the duck. So you put in the, the controller into port 1, the zapper into port 2. Yeah. Right. Whoever's playing the game with the zapper isn't using the controller, right? Because they're mm-hmm. pulling the trigger, but you can control the duck with the con- with the controller. So <laughs> you could be messing mean. with your friend, right. moving the duck around. Well, like, well maybe that'd a- be a better challenge. Yeah, but I mean, there's one of those things where it's not in the manual. I don't think. Let me actually check. No, it it's might in the be. manual. Is it the manual? It's Let's there. See. Yeah, we we uh, busted JP on that. I think before we were talking oh, okay. about that. Yeah. All right. Um, All right. And but it was well. Oh yeah, who reads the manual? Right, JP does. Yeah. Right? We were talking <laughs> like if uh, the best part about that is if the other person didn't know about that trick. Right. You can hold on to right. the to the controller and you could mess with them. Right. And That's great. So they'd never 
you know, they and you're right. Know. It says game A can also be played with two players. One player is the hunter. The other player controls the ducks horizontally and vertically with the control yeah. pad, trying to avoid the hunter's shots until the sky color changes. Ducks automatically escape when the sky color changes. So right. yeah, so you only have a certain amount of time to hit those ducks, um, and you also can't miss too many times. Three, you get three shots. Yeah. So what's the, the what makes the challenge happen between uh, uh, game A and game B? For both games, the one duck or two duck version, you have three shots. So you can miss twice on the first, the game A version, and still succeed. Because um, they don't even dock you points if you miss. It's just basically 500 for most ducks or 1,000 for the special purple right. ones. Um, so you can miss twice and still get the same success and level as, as a perfect sh- yeah. perfect shot. But uh, you once you go to B, you you have to try to get two ducks with those three shots. So you can only miss once. Yeah, so that, it, that does up the difficulty a little and bit. Then there's a requ- unless th- you're holding it against right. the glass. Right, <laughs> they're pushing it against the glass. And there's also a like number of ducks hit requirement that keeps increasing as you go like through the rounds. Yeah. yeah. So like you can't... If you there's miss, a cutoff. There's yeah. a threshold. It yeah. gets to a certain point. I forgot how far I got. I, I played for a long time one time, and right. I got to the point where you really couldn't miss any. Well, and it took a while to get there. Most of the quick plays, we do do some sort of like score competition between us or do a little friendly like that that awesome freeway one from last time zach and i ending up tying um but this one it just didn't seem worth it yeah you know it just didn't seem worth it i mean like alex did a playthrough you got to around like 19 it's like (laughs) like whatever like i mean i had to i had to pass off i'm like all right i'm i'm done that's just like this is good right so um, but look it was it was made for what was made for early entry kids like just to point and shoot and that's it just like dustin was saying so i mean yeah for what it is showing off the tech really like bro it works yeah it's uh, you're (laughs) shooting ducks on a screen and that's as complicated as it needs to get totally agree totally agree Yeah. yeah and by the way the um it's I don't think they've made like a sequel or anything like that. Like they really haven't revisited. Nintendo hasn't really revisited it. Duck Hunt, the yeah, Duck Hunt Two. But they've the Duck Hunt characters demand the Duck and Dog. They're actually a, a playable character in the Smash Brothers games. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, you can actually. Does he be laugh the duck at you? Hunt. I don't know. I'm not a big Smash Brothers I'm not a player. Smash Brothers guy, yeah. But uh, I thought that was pretty cool too. Also, when I was looking up some history on this, I found that um, there was a version of the NES game. Um, in the arcades that allowed two players, two guns. Oh, once. yeah. Oh, well, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like those versus games, like yep. Excite Bike and all exactly that, right? Was, yeah. yeah, okay. So those are the those ones are a little bit harder. Like they're and a little, little different, yeah, yeah, than the regular NES game. That's cool, though, two yeah. once. There's not many, actually, I don't think there's any official NES games where you could use two zappers, although there's one zapper game that I have where you can use two zappers. It's called Chiller. Have you heard oh, of this game? Oh, you so, think you mentioned it before. I, yeah, it's it's a horror game. It's an unlicensed horror game on the NES where you use the zapper to yeah blow people apart, essentially. That's so why it's, it's unlicensed. It's, it's Yeah, very crazy. Awesome. Well, let's move on to a non-blowing body part game up. Uh, yep. uh, game that is Hogan's Alley. Not Hogan's Heroes, but Hogan's Alley. <laughs> this one's a little bit different than yep. Duck Hunt. You know, it's it's the same idea. Shoot things on the screen, but it's got a little bit more more to it. It's more of a yep. kind of a shooting gallery game, if yeah, you will. Yeah, and that came out the same time, uh, give or take, uh, that Duck Hunt did. 1985 was also a launch title. Um, and yeah, there's three modes to the game. So there's a shooting range where I think this is the one where I think Alex played it first and he's like, this is kind of boring. Cause so it's like three cardboard cutouts of, you know, bad guys and yeah, cops a standard, and, and like police trainer. Yeah. Mode. yeah totally. There's three bad guys. There's, there's six possibilities that the things could be when they, they come out on screen and they're hidden and then they flip over. Yep. And there's, there's three bad guys and a, a woman, a police officer, and just like an old like professor looking yeah, guy, yeah. Like which hack. you can't shoot. And right. 
the challenge in this game is that you have they flip over and you have a certain amount of time that you have to shoot the correct ones, right? Right. Because right. you have unlimited shots on this one, like duck. Hunt. Yeah. So it's, there's the the challenge is twofold, right? So you don't want to miss, and you also don't want to hit the wrong target, right. which is a little bit different than duck hunt, where you just shoot anything that moves, right? Right. And you have to do it in a certain amount of time. Right. Now, duck hunt has a has a time limit to it as well it uh, I, i'm not actually sure if it has well it. It, yeah the, the ducks it's fly really away good. after a while like you said like you, yeah you oh the purple when it's yeah. on the screen turns color but this one's like your time limits in some cases are right. 0.8 seconds as similar to a gun a zapper game on the nes that we didn't play called wild gunman which okay. is kind of like a, a a duel type game oh, okay. where you stand there in front of you know you're dueling the screen is ecstatic and someone has his hand on his holster your opponent does and it's like Boom, you know, and you have to just like, oh uh, wow, you, you, that's have, a fun you one. have to shoot in a certain amount of time. That's, so that's also that's a good cool one too. to cheat on. Oh yeah, <laughs> you just, just put the gun right up against the screen. <laughs> and you're like, all right, I'm gonna get you. Yeah. Some people I've heard have gotten really creative with like, I don't know what it was with certain other light sources and tin foil or something where you can get a shot <laughs> really? oh, every geez. single time when you just squeeze a trigger and it hits the yeah. It's like At people got really like, creative. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are yeah. you doing here? Yeah, but no, there's three modes of the game we talked about. You're, there's the one that it's just the standard shooting range. Then there's a shooting range that happens inside like a fake city. Yeah. You know, where it's a little more interesting, right? Like a shooting well, gallery type of situation. Yeah, 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 you go, you go, basically, you have a screen and it has like three or four different areas that you can, that they can come out of. And then once you finish that, you clear that, it scrolls to a new, new area. So, so the, the scenery and the position changes yeah. each uh, each round. So much more interesting that than one the was, first one. Yeah, much more fun. And there's one mode where you try to uh, juggle tin cans in the air. They kind of flip through the air and you shoot yeah. them to juggle them. And you try to land the cans on like small platforms or in like a little like cubbies on the cubby. side. Yeah, for extra points, whatever. That seemed that was okay, I guess. Now, I like I think that was kind of fun, but again, like that's one that it's it's really a challenge cuz if you're playing it at the proper distance cuz there's three or four cans in some parts of the screen going and you're trying to keep them all up in the air and shoot. Yeah. But then if you do the put it up to the screen thing, it's like, <laughs> "Oh, look, I got 5,000 again. Oh, look, I got 5,000 again." So yeah, the challenge is in playing it quote-unquote properly. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So when I got Hogan's Alley, um, I got it at a flea market or something years ago. I picked it up, and it felt a little heavier yeah. than a regular NES cartridge. Right. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. And what is I found- Is it fake? Is it, yeah, is there yeah. something- Am I going to open it up, and there's a bunch of, like, is there a snake inside or something? <laughs> like, you know? Uh, ColecoVision- uh, they put in all their extra leather, <laughs> leather into <inside>. those. <laughs> yeah, that's an old uh, joke from like that's two a, weeks that's ago. That's a callback <laughs> from, yeah. from a couple yeah. weeks back. Yeah. So <laughs> the leather. What if they made a Coleco leather jacket? That would make sense. Right? That would there, make there sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. That's where all that leather went. <laughs> Moving we on. Find, we solved so, it. Why is the cartridge for yeah. Hogan's Alley a little bit weightier? The yeah. actual reason. Actual reason. The real reason was because Nintendo at the time was having trouble keeping up with the demand and the popularity of the Nintendo Entertainment System in the United States, mm. and they didn't have enough chips that would fit inside the cartridges to meet demand. So but what do you do? Are talking potato chips? It's computer chips. Oh, okay. But they may have ran out of potato chips, too. Who knows? Uh, they were working overtime, so I'm sure they were eating <laughs> a lot of potato chips. Right. And but cocaine. <laughs> It is. Is that like it a is the 80s. They go yeah. together. <laughs> Once you pop, you can't stop. <laughs> All right. Oh, my de- God. <laughs> oh, boy. So they couldn't so keep up with the proper demand of computer, computer chips. chips, right? right. Yeah, anyway. So they, they come up with the idea of like bringing over, like shipping in uh, the Famicom versions of the game, which were the Japanese versions. Mm. Makes sense, right? Same right. game. Same, they're different chips, no big deal. Right. So inside the cartridge, there's a converter, which will convert a, a Famicom board 
into a like a pin the that pin would, out the pin out that would fit the US Nintendo. Right. And so because of the weight of that extra converter, that's what adds weight to the cartridge. Yeah, you uh, you brought that out and uh, said, hey, check out check out this cartridge in it. You can I, even as somebody who doesn't play a ton of NES games or in, has you don't an NES, you, don't you can definitely time. tell, right? <laughs> Weighing games, right? No, but you can definitely tell. You pick this up, and and if you're paying attention at all, like it's definitely a d- yep. marked dis- difference in the weight. Yeah, and there it's kind of random which games have this cartridge or this a uh, converter. It's only earlier games because by yeah. the certain point they caught up and figured it all mm-hmm. out but there's you know i'm looking online and there's probably 20 titles that are rumored to have these converters the cool thing is it makes the game a lot more valuable if you care yeah. about that right yeah. so i think this hogan's alley maybe is worth 50 bucks or something all because right. of the converter so if you have a nintendo collection right now and you have some of these earlier games go pick them up right go yeah. and, and go and, see see what the weight difference might yeah be. and yeah. It, the way to can really confirm it is you just open the cartridge up and oh, just go like, ahead and just do that. Yeah, yeah. 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 All, right. all right. The great thing about the NES cartridges, we yeah. learned this in the five screw versus three screw episode all oh, those yeah. years ago. Oh, wow. I mean, you take the three to five screws off the back, the cartridges, the two pieces just come apart. Right. Oh, that's There's true. There's no damage. Yeah. You take the board out. Because I do that like almost every other day to clean these dang games uh-huh. and mm. put them back together. Gotcha. No big deal. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so I think the really interesting part here is the tech and the zapper and, and what it does. These games in and of themselves, I don't know, like Hogan's Alley, that second mode in the, you know, kind of fake city was, was kind of interesting, but I don't know. These games, they're just, they're just not that. <laughs> I had both of these games and uh, duck hunt was always the one where if a friend was sleeping over whatever, it's late at night, you guys are both sort of tired. You're really yeah. not interested in like investing too much time in like going through a whole, <laughs> Like in depth game, like thinking, you're and you're just looking at all the games. You're like duck hunt, yeah, yeah duck hunt, yeah, duck hunt, whatever. Yeah, like, you can lay, you can lay on, in your sleeping bag, and yeah, just and kind of like boom, boom, boom. The TV. And yeah. then if you know the trick with the ducks, then the other person gets to be the duck, and you get the thing, and you get to yeah. mess around with them yeah. a little bit. Yeah, but that's about that's literally about the most fun you can have with the, that yeah. game. The, the, zapper, the zapper became iconic and the game became iconic. It's yeah. just it's it's neat to have in a collection. Oh like, yeah, when I was selling and, and buying games a lot. And uh, years ago, before I basically ran out of like, the extra games and started hoarding everything, um, uh, we would sell. He stopped, he stopped doing the selling word. That's right. I just that's uh, true. Uh, but we would get uh, get uh, guns in all the time, you know, and we would sell them like crazy. Like every yeah. kids that would come by the table that we had, like the the San Jose Toy Show and yeah. stuff like that. Ten year olds, eight year olds. I bet you it would be even more now with the popularity of like um, uh, Smash Brothers and the Duck Hunt and everything. But people would buy them, no intention of using it. Just because yeah. it was super yeah. cool that it's an old Nintendo gun type I find, of thing. You know, honestly, for me, I, if I found this, saw this at a garage sale or, toy, so, or so, uh, toy show or something and it was cheap, I might buy it just to kind of like mod it or like kit it out a little bit. Yeah, or people have done it, that too. Paint it different colors or mess with it. I always it. thought like, it'd be just, to have, a neat little thing. It'd be fun to have one that with the like a real like twitch trigger on it, like one that didn't go, Kung, you know? Yeah, it was like, <laughs> wasn't that. You know what though, if you're, if you're a, you know, walking around a toy show or you're walking around a video game shoot and you see one of these on a table, you're going to pick it up, you're going to click it. Oh, for sure. Everyone, gonna, yeah. everyone does. They probably slap your hand right yeah. after you do Yeah, it. put that down, kid. There were probably, I don't know, 20 or so games that, uh, that were compatible with the Zapper. So if you do have a CRT wow. and a Zapper, you do get to try some games. Some of them, some of them were optional yeah. with the Zapper. You know, so there was like, uh, I think we talked about Operation Wolf in one of our previous episodes. I think, <laughs> okay, yeah. I think even James, your friend, was saying that was one of his favorite arcade oh, that's games right, that's the right. Street Fighter I think episode. That's right, yeah. Um, so I think that, that Zapper, uh, Bayou Billy, a game I can't stand, so difficult. Um, <laughs> but there were, you know, uh, do you remember Gotcha in the 80s? There were yes. like the paintball, that was one. I had that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Classic. Um, there was a game called Gumshoe. That was an early NES game also where 
you would the your character would start walking across the screen yeah. and you would shoot your character to jump. And the idea was to avoid the obstacles, but you had to shoot your character to avoid obstacles. It's just, that, it sounds, that seems kind of morbid. Yeah, it's kind of difficult. But, right. but yeah, I mean, unless you put of, it up on the screen. Outside of that, I'm looking at these lists here. I don't see, I see Chiller. That's funny. I don't see any like must have Zapper games besides the ones I think we talked about. Yeah, I mean, Duck Hunt is definitely a classic, iconic launch title. You know, it shows off a new piece of tech that most people probably hadn't seen at that point. And uh, it's a really interesting, nostalgic thing. And, you, you know, if you get a chance to pick up one of these Zappers and do that click, it, is, it just has a satisfying feel in your hand. So, all right, I think we can uh, kind of. And on that, we've got one last uh, note to uh, bring you guys. In a couple of weeks, we're going to be doing our next episode live from the AFK GG Gamer Lounge in downtown Campbell, California. Uh, that'll be Sunday, December 15th at 2 o'clock. Uh, so if you're in the area or can make it up, down, left, right, however to get <laughs> up, your... Up, uh, down, down, left, right, right, left, right. <laughs> right. If you, exactly. You get your Contra code and come over to Campbell, California. Come be a part of the podcast. Grab a beer with us. Uh, check out the new game shop called Retrofix. That'll be Sunday, December 15th, 2 o'clock. All the details on our socials. We'll social <laughs> it out as we keep going here towards that. Um, and we hope to see you there. Should be a good time. Should be a great and time. And if, if it's not a good time, at least it'll be a, a interesting time. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> You're going to see right. some interesting stuff at least. Zach and I are trying to plan out how we're going to do this and not screw up 55 <laughs> times while we're trying to I do think, it. Uh, that might be part of the comedy. Yeah, I think right? that might be part of the yeah, fun. We right? may have to require drinking first. <laughs> so the more you I'm drink. us or the audience? Both. Okay. <laughs> the more you drink, the better we're going to sound. But only 21 and over. Okay. And if, but, Zach, but, if Zach loses all ages contra, are, though, if Zach loses to one of us, he's not going. He's to. paying for the beers, right? Right. All yeah. ages are invited to yeah. the to attend, yes. but uh, twenty one and over for the drinking is what yeah. I meant. That's right. Say. That's right. And in the game, so the, the drinking happens downstairs at the barcade called Level Up, yeah. right? So upstairs, yeah, it's totally family friendly. And well, I'll stuff. have my beer helmet on while we're playing, but uh, <laughs> you know that's a different story. All now, right, guys, uh, should we hand out um, headbands at the door, like eighties, like nice. you know, contra headbands? <laughs> we could, you know, we totally or could. some war paint. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for our quick play episode this time around. We hope you enjoyed this podcast and it makes you want to make little clicky noises all right guys for the retro game guys zach alex jp i'm dustin saying game on until next time friends when you get hold of the nintendo entertainment system when you master rob the video robot and meet the challenge of gyromite when you shoot the light sensing zapper when you play the system with so many arcade hits, you're playing with power. The Nintendo Entertainment System Deluxe Set. Batteries not included, Super Mario Brothers, and other games sold separately. The opinions and views expressed on the Retro Game Guys podcast represent the views of the speaker alone and are not the views of our employers.